Welcome back to the Multi-Passionate Mompreneur Podcast, where we choose to focus our energy, embrace our strengths, and move toward the compelled businesswomen we were meant to be. It's time to free ourselves from the chaos and the constant stream of ideas and build a life of impact and joy that honors our hard stuff, that makes meaning of our losses, and that helps us to make an impact in the world. It's time to finally take our power back and gain the follow-through that we've been desperately needing while also learning to leave the swirl behind. I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, self-discovery junkie, and not-so-master juggler of my crazy crew. And I believe you can have it all. So put down that to-do list, grab that coffee, and let's get to work, one day at a time, together. Welcome back. On today's episode, we have such a great interview. Today, we're going to talk with Allison Scholes, and she is going to tell us how she helps mompreneurs grow their Instagram presence from coaching, creative copy, content, all the things. I'm so excited for you guys to hear from her. She's actually the host of Social Media for Mompreneurs, and she is going to just school us. (laughs) So I am a Facebook junkie. I'm not going to lie. In fact, If you want to have like this moment with yourself, you should go and look at how many hours your phone tells you you've been on an app. I'm not even kidding because that's when I'm like, all right, Stephanie, I will like detox off of on the weekends. Like I clearly need to be more intentional with my content and like what I'm doing with the engagement and the scrolling and basically follow my own plan. So let us know what that looks like for Instagram. But first of all, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Angel. Glad to be here. So I know you're all things Instagram. Like, could you tell us a little bit about your story or how you got into that? Well, I was once in corporate, if you can imagine, and I actually did marketing for the banking industry. So you can imagine imagine how like boring that was, but that was real corporate Had to wear the suits, you know, Monday through Friday. And I just knew... Once I had kids, that is not what I wanted in my life. So I actually thought teaching was the answer. So I went back, got my master's, got my teaching degree. And when I had two littles running around at home and trying to sub-teach, it was just, it was crazy. It was like throwing noodles at the wall. I didn't even know this. Wait, I went to school for teaching. I technically am pre-K to third. Like, that's funny. Yeah, right? And I mean, you just think, ah, teaching, that's awesome. You're going to have your summers off, blah, blah. Oh, I was like, I can travel. I can be off with my kids. Um, Yeah, but there's something weird about being with other people's kids and not your own. Like, it was just so weird. (laughs) Just didn't feel right, right? (laughs) All right, I know. And then, you know, so I just knew, like, I always dreamed of, having my own business, but I never knew what it looked like. And I thought, how can I be my own boss, but like stay at home and just be in like my comfy sweatpants. And that's when the idea of like boss lady in sweatpants, awesome. I'm going to start a mom blog. Like how hard can that be? Well, that's really hard to do, right? (laughs) I get the, you know, the web people on there and get the views. And let's just say I started a blog. Yeah, right. Keyword. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) But through all of that, I really started getting active on social media, started with Facebook, dabbled in YouTube a little bit, but then I was introduced to Instagram and that's really the platform that I fell in love with and just started connecting with amazing people, trying to understand it. Let me tell you, my newsfeed was 
hot mess express years ago. I was throwing spaghetti at the wall, no idea what I was doing, but it just interested me. And I just learned as much as I could, ask questions to all the pros and all the experts out there. And now today I am coaching mompreneurs on how to grow their presence on Instagram really the way they want to do it. Because I think we're in this overwhelm of social media and we, we watch too much of what other people are doing. And we think we need to do that for our business. And what happens is then you are not truly being authentic to who you are. So once you take a step back and really analyze who you are and your brand and identify your ideal audience, then that's when you can show up on Instagram strong. And that's when you start attracting the right people to you. So that's what I love to do. I just love helping people do that and have fun with Instagram. Like people get overwhelmed and they hate it. I'm like, what? It's so fun. I love it. (laughs) The only thing with Instagram that has kind of touched me is that I feel like, or kind of impacted, I feel like I don't have, and I don't know if it's because I'm not engaging as well as I can in Facebook, but I feel like a lot of my relationships there aren't as deep. Is there something that you would do? Like, let's say someone that I don't know follows me. Like, do you have a protocol? Like, do I voice DM them and well, thank you for following me. Or do I, do you know what I mean? Like there's something I feel like that makes it to where I feel like I don't know all the people in there. Not that I do on Facebook. Like, trust me, I have plenty of people in there that I don't feel like I am like super deep and know who they are. But that's the part that has been kind of a block for me because then I go to their feed and I try to find out like, who is this person? And I don't really feel like that I'm seeing them like for real. Yeah. And that can happen. You can have a lot of what I call like fake people out there or bots. I actually approach Instagram differently. I don't worry about who's following me. I worry about the content that I'm putting out there that my ideal audience wants. And I focus on the people who are engaging with me. I don't worry about anyone new. Like if, if I have a new follower and I see that I have new followers, I don't necessarily take the time to go check them out. If they're okay. going to engage with my content, then I'm definitely going to engage back. And you will immediately know if they're real or fake just by well, the way they engage. Well, and that's a good tip because if I go engage with their content, maybe they're like you and they're going to engage with mine, right? So, right. so what tips do you have for someone who is like me? I will say that I will post every once in a while and then I will post in the stories because I love stories and I'll kick it over to Facebook because I feel like also I'm in this automation. I want to make things worth my time and that's double duty to me. So if I'm a newbie, if I either didn't have an Instagram or I have one that I'm not really consistent on, or I don't really know what to post, what tips would you give me? First, I would ask you, well, what's your main goal for being on Instagram? And nine out of 10 times, the the immediate answer I would get is, well, I want to make sales. And honestly, that just makes me laugh because Instagram, you have to understand that Instagram is not a sales platform. It is not a heavy SEO platform. Look at Instagram as like a boat. And I know this sounds weird, but consider it your vessel. It is your boat to building relationships and you want to keep those relationships on your boat. Does that make sense? Okay, I'm on the boat. (laughs) So you're on the boat. Well, when you have people on your boat, you 
you need to talk to them. You need to nurture them. You need to make them feel welcomed and you want them to stay. So I always say, well, what's your main objective or your main goal for being on Instagram? You have to decide, do I want to build brand awareness when I'm on the platform? Am I here to build brand authority? Do I simply want to grow my email list? Do I want to build community? Have a goal or objective in your mind when you're deciding what content to put out there because you want to focus on that objective for a good like 90 days. And then I always recommend that you need to take a hard look at your Instagram bio because if it's not crystal clear and you're not hitting the nail on the head, you are going to confuse your audience and you're not going to attract the right people. You don't want a bunch of different people on your boat. You want people that you want to work with. You don't want all these strangers and who knows what comes on your boat because then it's just chaos. And then everyone's looking around and they have no idea what's going on and they feel like it's a crazy New Year's Eve party. Do I celebrate? Do I not? Do I get excited? Do I jump off? Right? <laughs> so you want to have a crystal clear Instagram bio. And what I mean by crystal clear, you want to have a stellar brand message and your brand message is simply your I help statement because Instagram, your Instagram bio is a lot of people say it's your business card. And I agree and disagree with that statement. It is like your business card, but it goes a lot deeper than that because you need to make it about your audience. It's not about you. So you need to state who you help, what their problems are, and then how you solve them. That is your brand message, your I help statement. So those are like the, the two biggest tips right from the get-go is identify your main objective or goal for Instagram. And then you need to clean up your Instagram bio. So you are attra attracting the right people to your Instagram vessel. So would you say if someone, okay, they're like, okay, I heard this podcast. So now I'm going to like get it straight. So I'm going to fix my bio and I'm going to start having consistency and make it like look nice. Do they go and like delete all the old posts or just leave it on and just start? Okay. And then I've what's most important do you think? Do you think it's most important on the feed? And, it, and when I post on the feed, is that like fun stuff? Is it like, am I teaching someone or does that matter? Does that just determine what kind of boat I'm on? Am I on the party <laughs> cruiser? Are we having a sunset uh, happy hour or am I, is it a business conference? I don't know. So oh, I um, think, yeah, I think this is one of the biggest struggles for people on Instagram is they're like, okay, I want to attract the right people to me. I have my Instagram bio nailed. I know my ideal audience. What the heck do I post? So basically what you want to do is you really want to create content. You have to know what your ideal audience wants from you. I can't tell you what that is. So you need to take a deep dive into your ideal audience and what's their problem. And they don't have just one problem. They're going to have a few problems, but, and you are the person that solves it. So when you're creating content for Instagram, I always say, have it fall into one of these three categories. You want the content to be relatable. Go ahead and share a story, be vulnerable. Then you want to have something that's educational because they want to learn from you and then make it entertaining. That's all you need to do on Instagram is relate to your ideal audience, educate them and entertain them. That's it. Don't overthink it. Don't get overwhelmed. Just get on there and deliver what you are 
awesome at. And you're going to deliver it in three different ways. Be relatable in a post, be educational, and be entertaining. All right. I really like how you uh, simplified that for me. <laughs> so, all right. So then I decide I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to show up and I'm going to have, do I have a certain amount of like, um, I know the kinds of posts that you just mentioned, but is there certain content pillars? Like, so can I show like my family and show my business or should I keep my business, like have a separate page or what do you recommend for that? I don't have a separate page. I mix personal and business because here's the thing you are the person the face behind their brand and if you want to build that know like and trust factor well guess what the only way they're going to trust you is if they feel like they know you really well and they relate to you like they want to look at you angel and go oh angel knows what it's like to be a multi-passionate mompreneur she feels me she gets me she understands me so you don't want to approach Instagram just with businessy kind of things because then it comes off as icky and corporate and it's not you. Like how you and I are talking right now, like before you hit the record button, we were talking about laundry and you're sitting on a laundry basket. <laughs> like that's so relatable. And there's other people out there that are just like you trying to grow on Facebook and trying to go, grow on Instagram. Do they want to hear from like a, an uppity, like, super businessy person or do they want to hear from someone who's just like them and nine out of ten times your ideal client or avatar or person whatever you want to call them they're normally just like you so how do you want to be talked to on instagram what would attract you you kind of want to reverse that and make that your content and put that out there I love that. And maybe I need to take a picture of this setup with the laundry basket flipped over in my clothes, all these towels that I have to, to fold, but I didn't wash them. I do have some, the kids, um, they put it in, they switch it over, but then they dump it on my bed for me to fold by the end of the night. <laughs> so I'm being a rebel right now. It's just sitting there looking at me, <laughs> but all right. So I've also heard people say, um, that it does seem like Instagram is more long. Like when people write stories, should I be writing like a story on there? And what in the world should I do in relation to hashtags? <laughs> oh, hashtags. Okay. Well, <laughs> going back to your caption, I think that you have to go back to your ideal person. So Angel, you probably have busy, multi-passionate moms that are running around crazy once in a while, having a long form, almost like a blog post caption is fine, but I like to mix in the quick ones, the quick, like, this is me, you know, I wake up and I'm ready to go and I did my morning routine. Also me, I still haven't brushed my teeth today. Like you can be yeah. funny and entertaining because as long as it relates to your ideal audience, I think they're fine. So you can go ahead and mix in long form captions, but I wouldn't recommend it doing it every day. Think of your ideal audience. Would they sit there and read them every Oh, I found day? a shortcut because I was like, are these people doing it? So it takes up more of the feed if people scroll. So I started just making dots. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just make some dots because I don't have time to write a, a whole story here. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think that that's a really good point. And that goes back to that vulnerability piece and sharing about yourself. Um, and then of course, probably adding a call to action at the end there. And then, um, what do you think is most important? Do you think that it is the feed? Do you think it's stories or this new thing reels? I think 
you need to be consistent first in your newsfeed because when we go back to the no like and trust factor, your newsfeed is where your audience is going to get to know you. So they have to kind of get an idea of what you're all about because if I have someone totally new and they jump up into my Instagram stories, I'm most likely not going to watch them because I don't know who they are. I have no clue who that little mm -hmm. bubble face is, right? But if I've already engaged with a few of their posts and I'm liking them, then your Instagram stories is when people are going to start to like you. So your, think of your newsfeed as when they get to know you. Your Instagram stories is when they start to like you. And then the DMs is where the magic happens. And the DMs is when they begin to trust you. So you're kind of building like, um, like a stepping stone to the no like, and trust factor. And of course, now you throw reels in there. Reels is kind of up there with the DMs, the IGTV kind of deal. Which I think it is getting more to where people see your face because I think it is coming back to that whole like, well, one right now we really, I feel like are missing the face, <laughs> the, like that, that, uh, that connection. And then of course, um, when you see someone's face and you see their, them talking and stuff like it, you feel it more like, you know, them for sure. Um, well, I love all those tips and I know that you share like little facts about yourself, which I think is super key too. Um, you are a Marvel fan. So I did <laughs> learn that through your Instagram and things. So, um, so I think those are great tips as well. So if someone's wanting to get started on reels, do you have, um, any tips for that? Oh yeah, certainly. Um, well, first of all, I think Instagram reels will take off. Obviously it's a competitor to TikTok and what's going on with TikTok right now. But Instagram reels is just an opportunity for you to introduce yourself to non-followers in 15 seconds or less. Cause that's, what's really, really cool about Instagram reels is you can be shown by the algorithm to other people that are not following you. You can be discovered in the Explorer tab. So a lot of people are a little hesitant to try Instagram reels, but I say go for it because I've already seen an explosion in my views for Instagram reels versus Instagram stories. Because when my followers are engaging with my Instagram reels, then the Instagram algorithm is loving that and then they're just gonna start showing it to other people that are not following me. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know what to focus on. I have 15 seconds. What on earth do I do? Very easy, two pieces of content. You wanna entertain or educate, that's it. That's all you need to do. So a way to entertain is you can do like a funny little skit. Like I'm all about Marvel, right? And my favorite mm -hmm. villain is Loki. So my thing right now is like, don't be Loki, don't mimic, don't transform yourself on Instagram, be authentically you. Like there's a reel right there and I could probably find like a Loki filter. So I'm entertaining my audience and I'm still relating to them and then educating them. It's so easy to do like a two to three step process or a tip or a demo, do a 15 clip. And then in the caption, you can obviously go deeper with a long form blog post of explaining your 15 second reel. So I just say, just be entertaining and just educate and just try to mix it in. Don't overwhelm yourself. And again, don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. 
be you. Yeah. Some of those are crazy. It's like, what the world is this like a movie producer or something back there? Like they're not, they can't do movies right now. So they're just going to like make this like intricate TikTok or real crazy, crazy. All right. So, um, but well, before we go, I wanted to see if you have any other tips for us when it comes to Instagram and mostly thinking about, so I know I need Facebook and I know I need Instagram. They each have a place, but how do they work together? in your opinion? Oh gosh, repurpose content. Whatever you're putting out there on Facebook, you can easily repurpose a few days later on Instagram. All you have to do is size it right for Instagram, like the square. And you may want to change the text a little bit. You might even want to take a post that you did on Facebook and repurpose it into like a, a story. Go and show your face and talk about it. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I think what's key for Instagram and Facebook is just remember your brand pillars. And what I mean by brand pillars, I hate to get so like technical. Nobody wants to hear that jargon. Basically, all that means is, is what do you want to be known for? Like pick three things that you want to be known for. And I know that's hard for a lot of our multi-passionate mamas out there because we do a lot, right? Like mm-hmm. we want to do it all. But you want to pick the three main things that you want to be known for. So when I think of myself, I want to be known for personal branding, how to grow a presence on Instagram, and making social media easy and fun again. I build my content around those three brand pillars, and I repurpose it everywhere. Through a story, through a post, through Facebook, through my podcast. I'm not writing brand new content every single week for Facebook or Instagram. I'm just repurposing everything I know in just a different format. I think that's smart, especially because so many of us are busy and we're trying to automate and make things easier for sure. There is one thing that I've been doing that is a shortcut so you don't have to resize for like our podcasts and things. I go to headliner, headliner.app and I will actually make it to where it's just the square in the middle. And then on Instagram stories, when I share that, I will just fill it in with all the stickers and different things. You know, you have the waveform in there. So like it still takes up all the space, but then I can still post it on Instagram because ain't got time for that. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's brilliant. Jeff, so, save time. <laughs> so I think those are all great tips. And if we want to find you on Instagram or anywhere else you hang out, how can we find you? Well, on Instagram, I'm simply at Allison Shoals, or you can check out my website at bossladyandsweatpants.com. And oh yeah, don't forget about the podcast, Social Media for Mompreneurs. Awesome. And definitely check her out guys, because I feel like this is something that I've definitely neglected. And I feel like there is so many, um, just so many people that I could, I could learn from, but also they could learn from me too. Oh, real quick, the hashtags. So do I need to be using hashtags or not? Or is there a limit or tell me that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad you asked. Cause I forgot about it too. Hashtags can actually be great for discoverability and you get 30 to a post. And what you want to do, a great way to start if you've never really used hashtags before, is study your competitors. See what hashtags they are using within your niche. And then go to those hashtags and check out the feed. And if you're like, oh yeah, these are my kind of people, or this is where I would find my ideal audience, then you definitely want to start using those hashtags and you want to use really niche down hashtags, location hashtags, especially if you're like a photographer in like Mm -hmm. the Chicago area or wherever, 
find hashtags that are local to you that apply to your ideal audience. That's the most important thing is you want to get discovered by people who want to build a relationship with you, even if it's to something to work on together to collaborate or to be a customer. So where your ideal audience is hanging out and check out your competition. There's nothing wrong with studying your competition out there on Instagram. Yeah, that's, it just makes it smart because that's means you're taking the time to do the market research and who knows, maybe you'll find people that you want to interact with and interact with their content and then connect with, and then that could generate to a possibly possible lead or, you know, maybe you just learned something, <laughs> you know? So I, yeah. Think and I also categorize my hashtags. Yeah. Oh, you are so yeah, much I think more it's organized important. than me. <laughs> Well, I mean, like if I'm going to post about a podcast, I'm not going to use hashtags that are coffee related for, you know, my busy moms like that. There's no relatability there. So the hashtags need to relate to your content and the photo that you use. I did have um, in my Trello board, because I have like a brain dump spot where I've been putting a couple of them in there. And so that's probably a good tip to kind of like, you could add different cards for each one maybe. Mm -hmm. And then I also saw, I don't know who shared this tip, but if you are sharing something or tagging someone, always tag yourself. So like before this, I went, I took a picture of, um, actually I did myself, but I should probably take a picture of this setup. <laughs> and um, I tagged you, but then I tagged me because that way people can see like the other person in the conversation, you know? So um, I don't know where I learned that, but it's like you get these little breadcrumbs or little tips and they can just build on each other. But I think the biggest thing is that you just start, like you said, and you yes. just kind of do the work of getting clarity on what you want it to look like and, yeah. um, and just... And be consistent, I, right? Yeah. And I think don't be afraid to do it scared and do it messy. I'm going to tell you right now, if you've never done an Instagram story with talking and showing your face, it's going to stink the first time you do it. And guess what? Who cares? It's only there for 24 hours. You know what? I am fine with Instagram stories until my husband at the end of the day is watching my story in front of me. I'm like, do I, I don't want to hear my own voice over there. Like, can't you do that when I'm not around? Yeah, um, just do it. Do it messy. Just do it. Love that. For sure. All right. So I can't wait to hear everyone tag us and tell, show us our, their vulnerability for sure. And we'll learn some cool facts too, right? Like how you like Loki. <laughs> so yep. <laughs> I do think it helps people for sure to connect and um, to feel like you're a person because there's so much spam and just so much like feeling like people are selling to me or, um, and no one likes that. So it's like, I just want you to be like a person. Like, I feel like it goes back to that Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet movie where there's all those like spammy like um, pop-ups and it's like, that's not how it's supposed to be guys. Like right, it needs right. to be just conversation and connection. So love all that. All right. Well, um, I just want to thank you for coming on again and just want to remind our audience that you are strong, you are capable and you can do the hard stuff. Wishing you joy and abundance angel. Hey mama, before you go, if you found value in today's podcast or you learned something new, stop over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing what you th are thinking of the show and also connecting with you over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at angel.mcelhaney or on Facebook. So check the show notes for that crazy last name. And until next time, I just want to remind you, you are capable, you are strong, and you can do the hard things. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel.